Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, this is Todd Krieger. I'm here today talking to the men, but I want you women to listen to this video as well because we need both men and women in on this information. What I'm talking about today is how to be done with male sexual performance anxiety. Done with it. Wouldn't that be nice? Now, I know women have, some women have performance anxiety as well, but today I'm really focusing on the men because us men uh, are still believing certain myths, some sexual myths. And we know myths are not true, but we believe them. We obey them to the to the T, everything. And here's the main myth. The main myth is, in order to be a manly man, we need to perform well in bed. And what does that mean, perform well in bed? It means we need to have equipment, the equipment that meets certain specifications, size, endurance, and hardness. <laughs> And we are going to please our partner so that we are now the man, so that we are enough. We are good enough. We are, we are there. Now, the problem with that attitude is, of course, we want our, our partners to be satisfied, sexually satisfied. But when I've asked hundreds, thousands of women, probably, uh, what, uh, what makes their partner masculine to them, they never talk about the sexual equipment. Uh, what they do with that sexual equipment. What they talk about is, my partner makes me feel like I matter. My partner is present with me, is tuned in. My partner attends to my needs in the bedroom and out of the bedroom. So here's the problem with believing the sexual myth that we have to perform well in bed to be a man. The problem is twofold. One is that it makes us self-absorbed. When I am focusing on my performance, I'm not thinking about my partner. I want to please my partner so my partner thinks I'm wonderful, not because I just want to please my partner. I don't need to please my partner to think I'm wonderful. I'm fine. I just want to please my partner. I mean, isn't that a healthier attitude? But performance anxiety gets in the way of that. It gets in the way. We tend to uh, take, we take it a little too far. When I have men that come to see me, and they having, let's say, fears of being able to maintain an erection adequately, I oftentimes will give them a suggestion to have a sexual encounter with their partner, and the goal is to lose and gain their erection seven times. That's right, I said it, seven times. Now, when they first hear it, they laugh, they think it's funny, they think it's actually preposterous, but it actually is right on, because the message there is that it's okay to not be uh, a sexual prodigy. That's not what we're wired to be. At least not most of the time. And so, what's the big deal? You lose it, you gain it. It changes the whole dynamics there for the man. And by the way, when the women's present, it changes it for the women too. Because women oftentimes start to learn that it's not that that man's not attracted to her. That uh, that's not the reason why. That there are other reasons. That men have certain conditions in the human, just like women, 
And so it's really important to think about that whole idea of losing and gaining an erection seven times. Now, have I had any man make it to seven times? Not that I can recollect, you know, but I have had several make it to three or four. And they have a better sexual experience. Why? Because they're tuning into their partner, which is number one. Number one is when you are not concerned about your performance, you're focused on your partner. And that's the most important thing. And you're focused on yourself, but not in a self-absorbed way. You're totally in the experience of enjoying yourself. It's like when you go to dinner. You go to dinner and you enjoy, hopefully, the whole dinner. Not just one part of the dinner, the dessert or the wine or the piece of fish oil, but even the kale lettuce that you're enjoying, you're eating. You want to enjoy every bit of it. Which kind of takes me to that second reason that sexual performance can get in the way, is it takes us out of that present moment. You know? Can you imagine eating a salad just to be done with it so you could get to the dessert? It's no way to it's no way to eat. Well, having sex with performance anxiety is no way to have sex. Because it takes us out of the present moment. And again, that's the gift that we have to ourselves right here and now. Foreplay. Foreplay is to be enjoyed. But when you are thinking that you have to perform sexually, you're not enjoying the foreplay. You're probably thinking about what's going to happen in the next five minutes or whenever it is that we do the sexual intercourse thing. And how will I perform? It's not fair to yourself. It's not fair to your partner. So stay in the present. Focus on your partner. Challenge this idea that's in your head. I mean, the inner critic in our head, that sexual inner critic is wrong. Don't act like it's right, it's wrong. And make sex about the connection, not about the performance. And you'll enjoy your sex life. You'll be happier with yourself. And you'll be able to meet the needs sexually and emotionally of your partner. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. Thank you for tuning and listening to today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Please leave a review, subscribe to the show, and be sure to visit www.toddkrieger.com for more resources that will help you get the love you want and for back episodes of the show.